This is a Mr. Thrive Media production. Wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog! Hi everybody, I'm Joel Volk and welcome to Small BizCast, where twice a month I explore the lives of small business owners to dig a bit deeper and expose strengths, weaknesses, ideas, and challenges, with blemishes and all. Today's episode features an impressive young entrepreneur solving a unique business problem. Kaylee Gall is the firecracker behind Little Bun, a line of cannabis products designed for female customers. Kaylee is killing it using social media, and she'll tell us all about it. As you listen to Small BizCast, you will find comfort in knowing that you are not alone. Hopefully, you'll learn something while finding inspiration and ideas from the people I introduce you to, like Kaylee. Hopefully, you'll laugh with us too. Hot dog! It's a wonderful life. I've only been doing this since 2017, so it's only been like, what, two years and a half? So how did you get started? Well, I got started when I used to work in the IT department and, you know, I started drawing and there was a few graphic designers in there and they really helped me and led the way of how to get things done. And it was fun because we used to turn my designs into stickers like right there in the IT department. (laughs) And then I was like, man, you know, I should really sell these. (laughs) Using using a printers, right? Yeah, we're literally... The copier that's that's in IT. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? You can take your copier and turn it into a business. I know a guy who's in the copier business. So sticker de- uh, paper from a department next door, and that's how I started printing my designs um, and hand cutting them, throwing them into my shop, and it was really fun. It was really really fun while I worked there, and that really just started it all. I just you know. I make mostly stickers and buttons and enamel pins, everything like that, you know, that you could possibly accessorize. So to be clear, just to be clear, Kaylee, by the way, we're, Kaylee Gall, she's the owner of The Little Bun, which is an Etsy store that sells products primarily for the people that want to use marijuana, right? You want to use weed, right? Right. So what are your products used for? What problems do they solve? What are they, is it, maybe it's just fun. Is it just a fun product? Why is somebody going to buy a little bun? I noticed that when I looked at the, you know, the stoner community, the Candace community, whatever you'd like to call it, the weed community. It seemed kind of like. Let's go with stoner community. I think that's. Stoner community. (laughs) (laughs) When I was, when I was looking at it as a whole, I was like, wow, you know, it really looks like kind of like a man's world out there. And I, I couldn't find anything cute. Like I wanted, you know, a cute rolling tray or a pink, you know, dab mat, a silicone mat, and it wasn't out there. And I couldn't find the cuteness. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to create it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to start making cute art for the stoner community. And I just started putting my out art on Instagram and I met one of my good friends now, uh, his name is Chris. He's with Sticker Bunnies. You know, I found him and I was like, yo, I need to create these stickers. And I just started making stickers and stickers and putting out design after design. And after that, I led into, I made rolling trays, which was one of the hugest investments I've made for my business and one of the scariest steps to take. But you know what? I was pondering it over it, over and over. And I went to my dad and I was like, I'm going to do it. Is this the time to keep, you know, expanding? And he kind of looked at me and I kind of looked at him and I was, and I did it. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to put more and more cute stuff into the stoner community. They need it. They need it so badly. 
and so that's awesome so you so you saw a problem that wasn't being solved and you solved it and and to a lot of people it doesn't sound like much of a problem but to people that want to be using the accessories that they want to use and make them feel good that's you you made them feel good right i mean that's basically the problem you solved correct Exactly. It's almost like the girls weren't being heard in the community. And I'm now, you know, I have a platform that screams from the top of its lungs that, hey, here's the cute stoner stuff. And, you know, everything's pink and I, everything sparkles and, you know, and anything possibly as cute as possible. You know, it used to be my slogan a long, a long time ago, as cute as possible. I used to have everything cute. Everything cute. How did you get the little bun as your is your mascot? And so is everything funny, is everything little bun themed? Not all of them. Um, I have over probably like forty sticker designs um, that are, you know, separate from my logo. They always have like my little tag to my Instagram on them. You know, I do have a sticker with my bunny on them. <laughs> so you want to hear like, something interesting? You know, I think what you did is the equivalent of making making products like cell phone cases that are feminine and cute, correct? You made right. It, right. And so I was just, I just got curious. So while you were talking, I just Googled it. You know how big the cell phone case business is in the United States? How big? $28.53 billion. That's, That's the cell phone accessory business, which a huge part of that, like two thirds of that is the, are the cases. So obviously there's a huge market for that. And you were, you were smart. You figured it out. Good for you. Are all of your clients women? You know, it's funny because I can see Ms. Most of my statistics, it's fun, like on Instagram or TikTok, it will tell you, you know, your female audience versus your male audience. And I think I'm sitting at around 95% female and 5% male. That's my goal. I want, I want to connect with the female population and bring them everything, you know, cute for their needs. So what's in your lineup? What are the actual products themselves? Um, Currently I have stickers and a line of buttons, including holographic ones. Um, I just got in some beautiful uh, holographic acrylic keychains, and today arrived some dab mats, which are which are some silicone mats um, that you would use, and some new rolling trays. So I'm really excited to start bringing those out throughout the holiday season. Um, so we're just kind of going through qual- uh, quality control at the moment. <laughs> right. and, so you, is- and you're completely self-taught, correct? Yes, I have no, the only background I have is a sociology associate's degree. <laughs> <laughs> As you went to develop the products, how, what was your process for getting started? One of the reasons I wanted to have you on, Kaylee, is that this, this COVID situation has disrupted a lot of people's jobs. There's a lot of people who are young, you're very young, that lost their pay jobs and are looking for entrepreneurial outlets in order to try to replace their income and make a living and and get started. And in some ways, this is a great opportunity for people because if you have the time to get it done and you have a little bit of extra money from the, from the stimulus package Mm -hmm. that helps you get started. And so if if, if people out there who have been disrupted are using this time to build a business, you didn't do this because of COVID you were doing this long before COVID, but this is a good example of the type of thing you can do trying to solve the, what am I going to do now problem resulting from COVID. And so being hundred percent self-taught as a, as an entrepreneur, as a product 
you know, buyer. Now you're doing quality assurance, distribution. You're probably doing shipping and receiving yourself. You're doing this all yourself, correct? Correct. And she and I, Kaylee and I have known each other. I've known Kaylee her whole life, essentially. Her father and I are good friends and I've known her since she was a, a child. And when she started going into business, she would ask me questions from time to time. And they were always really informed questions. These are questions that came from a good, healthy respect for the fact that you wanted to do it right and you wanted to make money and you wanted to to have a, a real business. And I always thought from the very beginning when you started telling me about your business, this was really impressive because this is 100% grassroots. There's no, it's not like you worked for somebody, stole their ideas, improved upon their ideas and went, you, you had an idea and you struggled with it a little bit. And then you said, I'm grabbing the golden ring and you went for it. And that's what I love about small business. That's what I love about entrepreneurs. And so now that you're underway a lot, I wanted to have her on the program. I wanted to have, because, because I think even though she's in the very beginning stage of her business, just getting started, just learning stuff, she's impressive and she, we can all learn from her. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think it's just, you know, if you're starting out the best, piece of advice I could give is to network and research. I will say this a million times over to everyone I talk to, working with other people within your community and within your niche, you know, is, is super important because, you know, you can't do it all by yourself and working with others is such an important tool to have. I mean, as we speak now, you know, I just did a giveaway with a couple other artists to help bring in new followers and new eyes on all of our profiles and all of our shops. And, you know, that brings in a good amount of people. And that's just one good example of how I'm still growing and how I'm still working with others in order to achieve my goals and, you know, bring in as many girly stoners as I can. <laughs> Now, now at some point, someone like me is going to tell you, okay, start to get some guys in there because you're missing half the market. <laughs> but, but I like what you're doing first, because this is who you are. This is your, this is, this is how you're identifying your company and this is bringing you to a greater maturity level. So I think it's good to, to stay exactly where you are for now, but just know at some point, that's what you're going to want to do. You're going to be going, how am I going to expand this? And you're going to want to somehow bring in uh, the girly stoners, boyfriends, and husbands into to your product mix somehow. And maybe, and maybe it's a partner program with someone who's doing other stuff and you could bring in products that give a package like a his and hers and things like that. But I, I digress, I really wanna hear your story instead of just telling you my, my thoughts on this. So your, your first product, how did, you, how did you start selling? Well, I was looking on Etsy and I noticed that, you know, what I wanted to put out there wasn't really there um, and I just open it up. I mean, Etsy is very user-friendly to most people. I think it's one of the easiest ways to start your shop. Um, but, you know, Etsy is a marketplace. So that's really cool where you can, you know, people can type in, you know, stoner sticker and most likely find mine, you know, sitting at the top page. <laughs> but, you know, there's such a variety of what you can sell on there. And, I just, I just took a chance, but Etsy doesn't do it all for you. And I also learned that too. It's all about, you know, really your social media marketing and getting out there in other platforms, um, you know, like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and building your community around your shop and around your items. Um, I think that's super important. Right. 
And you, you mentioned earlier that you were cross promotion with other people with networking. Does that mean people that are selling products on Etsy are promoting yours and you're promoting people on, on your site? Is that how that works? So we actually do stuff like that on Instagram. They have their options of sometimes they do sell on Etsy. Sometimes they have their own shops on Shopify or Big Cartel. But the most important thing is that they're also part of the, you know, stoner community. So we're kind of, it's like a helping each other out, you know, growing right. each other's and putting my products in front of another community's eyes, I guess is the best way to say it. You know, it's been successful since day one. That's how I started growing. I did shout outs for shout outs on Instagram with other pages. And, you know, it just, that's the biggest advice I can give is just work with other people and network and become friends. And I've met two really good friends by doing this. And they're now my best friends, you know, set aside from everything else from the shop. You know, it's, it's really cool how, this community is just so accepting and loving and friendly and always helping each other out too. So they get, they get the idea that if you help your, if you help uh, somebody else, you'll help yourself at the same time. Yeah, of course. So yeah. it, you know, it depends who we work with. And of course I'm putting my stuff in front of their eyes and they're putting their stuff, you know, you know, in front of my followers. Right. And that helps them out a lot. You know, sometimes we work with, really small accounts. Um, it's not like a bunch of big accounts getting together, you know, sometimes people have two to three followers, you know, and by the time the giveaway is over, they're, you know, sitting a thousand or two above that. <laughs> so that's really always fun to watch too. You know, it's always exciting for me to watch smaller businesses just like explode. It's, it's so fun. So how many people do you have following you? Um, currently on Instagram, I have about 28,800. And are you tracking how, how much that grows? Every day. Um, I think I average around 1,000 new followers a month and around at least 50 a day. It's really... That's fantastic. That's fantastic. It's really fun to watch. And it's funny because I was also networking with this other stoner page and they gave me a cool website to use to watch how your followers come in and so, you know, now I'm looking at that every morning. I'm like, cool, cool. I'm in the green. You know, I'm always growing. There's no negative here. And is TikTok also a good venue to grow your business with? It's funny because I feel like if anyone listens, they're like, oh, TikTok. I don't, I don't want to be on TikTok. And, you know, I didn't want to be on TikTok either <laughs> until I talked to one of my marketing teachers. I went to like one class for social media marketing, just one. And I, he came up, my professor came up to me and was like, Hey, are you on TikTok yet? And I'm like, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to be on TikTok. And around uh, December, 2019, a few days before Christmas, I was like, fine, fine. I'm giving in. And I made a video and it got over 500,000 views. Wow. And it sold me out of my shop. <laughs> wow, are you serious? I was absolutely sold out. Um, I had to call the guy who made my stickers and everything. I was like, I need stuff overnighted to me. Like I was getting, you know, sticker orders overnighted to myself so I could fulfill the orders that came in. It was probably one of the most exciting moments of my little art career was watching those numbers skyrocket. 
and really doing your research on TikTok and actually watching the videos and using the app is which, what I did before I posted. Um, I couldn't believe it. And it was, it just took off from there. You know, I started in 2017. It was really quiet. I kind of peaked a little bit in 2018 and around like March, April. And then I kind of held it through there. And then I hit that TikTok burst in 2019, December, you know? And it's like, wow, that's a really long time to kind of wait. And, you know, I tell a lot of people, you know, nothing happens overnight. Right. It's hard. It's hard, I know, to see some of these bigger accounts and selling all what they're doing. But, you know, none of them, it didn't happen to them overnight either. It took years and years. You know, the girl I look up to the most, an artist I look up to, I know she's been doing it for like eight years. And I'm like, I want to be there. Where right. she is. <laughs> And how much you know? business does she do? I mean, she's got, you know, a Patreon pin club that has like over 2,000 members at like 15 to $20 a month. So if you wow. kind of do there, that's wow. just her club alone. That's not even including her shop. So Right. That's just yeah. people that want to support her because they yeah. like her. That's yeah. crazy. So we're going to take a little break. We're talking to Kaylee Gall of The Little Bun. Kaylee can be reached at an unusual email address. It's the little bun. That's the little B U N N N at gmail.com. But her website is the little bun with only two N's, the little bun.com with two N's. We'll be right back. Over the many years I've worked at Mercury Document Imaging, we've been solving business problems using technology. And now we have this new reality. Employees are working from home and companies are trying to stay relevant and efficient and have accountability for their employees while doing so. The big problem is that the cyber criminals are working from home too. And they have been doing this longer and know what they're doing and know what vulnerabilities you've created by kind of throwing this together quickly. So now that it looks like we're gonna be here for a while, it's time to think about this. I want you to reach out to my company. We'll either help you or refer you to a partner that can help you, depending on what the vulnerability is. But the first thing to do is start with an assessment, make sure that you're protected, and then and find the weak link. So please call us, 818-782-1221. My extension is 25913. But call anybody at the office. We're all happy to help you, and we want to make sure that we don't have any more problems than we already have. Thanks. We are back from our little break. We are talking to Kaylee Gall of The Little Bun. She was telling us about people that she admires and people that she networks with in the Etsy world. Now, what would you call that world? That's not the stoner world. It's the Etsy artist product world. What, how do you describe it to people? I, I, let me ask you this question, because I assume there's some people that when you tell them what you do, you don't want to bring up the, the stoner element of it. You want to just bring up the product element, correct? Yeah, I mean... I'm normally pretty proud of what I do, you know, easy to talk to most people, but some people, you know, aren't always approving of the, you know, community and stuff, but I make a lot of cute art, you know, that I love to share with other people and a lot of people enjoy my cute art Yeah, and that's what I love to bring up and I, you know, it's just fun. It's just fun. It's so right. fun. I enjoy always creating and you know, I get messages from people all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, I love what you do. And I'm, you know, I, that's so exciting to me. I one time had a girl message me. I did designer con a few, a year or two ago. And in 2018, I had this girl comment on one of my Instagram messages and she was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet you. You're like, she was freaking out as if I felt like I was like a celebrity. <laughs> and she so you're was getting so there. 
she was so excited to meet me. And I just, uh, I was like, oh, me, little me, like, I'm just an artist. Like, I don't think, you know, that I'm exciting to meet <laughs> in person. But, you know, I'm also building that, I guess, side of me as well that I'm an artist and I bring this to the community and I'm a part of this community. And I love working with everyone, customers, friends, you know, other small business owners in this community is just a really welcoming and fun place to be. It, it comes across in your voice and in your actions. What, tell, what Do you have products that you're developing now that are going to be released between now and the holiday season? I normally order a lot of my stuff before the holiday season because as we all know, the mailing system right now is kind of slower and it's just, I ordered stuff back in like March to bring in for the holidays. <laughs> you know, I designed like my, I designed a brand new rolling tray this year um, that I'm really excited about, you know, and I ordered those a couple months back, but those won't be releasing until like the end of November, you know, they'll come out for the holidays, but I always try to get a good, you know, sticker design out. And when, when you put out, when you put out new, new designs, are, do you have the same people that buy them as other collectors collecting your, your products? You know, it's really funny you say that because I just had a girl yesterday send me a picture and in the picture she had stickers from all the way back of when I first started. So that's an interesting thing market to kind of capitalize on. So that, that tells you that maybe there are some people that would want you to do stickers appropriate for our times. For instance, you might want to do politically based ones like little bun, you know, little button supports one of the candidates or whatever, or, or wants just to vote little bun votes, whatever it is, you may want to put out seasonal type of products. And for those people that will just buy them because they want to have the whole series. Is that something that's that you're considering? You know, it's funny, because I try to, I try to keep away from some of the politics, except, you know, like the decriminalization of cannabis, or, you know, um, people in jail, like the last prisoner project who helps, you know, get people out that are under cannabis charges, um, you know, because people get arrested for the smallest, you know, cannabis charge and that are in there for years. People still do that? Y yeah, there's still people. I mean, it's not, you know, legal federally everywhere or right. even decriminalized everywhere. So, you know, that's probably as political as it can get. I try to keep things on much positive side because I know there's like a lot going on right now and sometimes you just need that extra little spark of joy that says like hey you know I drew a dab rig that has self-care on it because people use you know cannabis as their self-care and I think that's really fun and important and you know whatever makes you feel better right now <laughs> with all the craziness right. going if someone were to ask your advice to how to get started what would you tell them to do i know you you mentioned the networking earlier and you mentioned uh, being professional but i'm just curious how would you suggest they get started i would really do your research on the community first and see what you want to bring to the table other than that it's there's a lot of resources out there of where to get things made you know i just helped a friend open an etsy shop and it was really fun because she had all her art and all her Instagram following and she started putting herself out there and I recommended her to a Facebook group. There's a lot of Facebook groups that help out small business artists. I'm part of, you know, one that's called Artist Alley, I think International, and it's a bunch of artists, probably like 25,000 artists that are in that group. 
and they share a lot of where to get things made. And I think that's a really important guide to have. Some people may not know where to get stickers made. Right. And that's okay. And, you know, but there's a lot of guides to help with that. And that's what I used when I first got started. I found a, I found a document that said, hey, here's your options for this, this, and this. And, you know, but sometimes it's not all that easy. I spent. I love, I love that the community wants to help each other grow. I think, I think that's such, such a critical element and such an unspoken thing. As you mentioned earlier, we live in a very divisive time. Um, right. And uh, to know that there are people that are starting out in business and maybe not just starting out, but they're well-established. They want to help other people in business succeed, I think is just great. And I think it crosses political lines, um, by the way. And earlier when I was suggesting that you do a, a you know, little bun votes type thing, I wasn't suggesting that they t- you take like, you know, be a ex, you know, fill in the blank supporter. I, I was more, more saying that there are things going on throughout our lives that you can, you could insert little bun into that might help the people who want to be collectors collect. So that's what I was suggesting. So I I don't think I was very clear on that. Um, I I don't think you should be political. If you are, you should be, you know, equally, you know, obnoxious to both parties. So you can, (laughs) so so you can make people laugh and have fun with your products, which your fun, your products are fun and they're about fun and, um, and make it, make it fun, make it playful and whimsical. That's what I was getting at. It's really cool that you mentioned that too, is because, you know, I love working with other artists. And most recently, um, I've been working with an artist. Uh, her name is Carly. And she, her shop, her Instagram is shop.contraband. And we came together, we made, yeah, right? <laughs> All of our names are just great. And we came together and we made these bunny pipes. They're actually in the shape of my logo. Here, so we're looking right now at the little bun made into a pipe. It's really cool. It's uh, it's kind of like a dusty rose yellow with some really cool designs on it. And I, I guess where do you uh, that, is that the, the one one ear is the uh, one ear is the what do you call it the tray? The bowl. The bowl. Thank you. One ear is the bowl, <laughs> and the other, and then you. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. But yeah, it's you know, and we came out with these, and we sold different colors, and like for October, we're coming out with a glow in the dark green and an orange with like a black drip on it for you know spooky Halloween. And you talked about collectors, and um, you know, we came out with this line of pipes, and I had a girl message me with a picture of all of them. She bought every single one that came out, and I was like, wow, that's you know really fun. And really cool to see that someone really admires what you're doing and, you know, how you're able to, you know, produce stuff like this. Now, how did, how did you learn how to protect your designs with the intellect, your intellectual property? I had this issue before and I never really thought I would ever get copied or I never thought I would have to deal with this really. And it was something I kind of just always put in the back of my mind, like, ah, it'll never happen to me. And then it happened to me. <laughs> so you got knocked off? Oh, a hundred percent. Um, had it happened multiple times on, on Etsy. <laughs> um, people copying my designs, um, reselling them, printing out my designs and selling them. And so I tried to learn rather quickly what to do in case, in case of emergency, <laughs> as so I like to call it. So, you know, I learned how to file takedowns with, you know, copyright takedowns with Etsy 
or with Redbubble, with wherever the design was currently sitting. And they have good tools for that, for protecting you? Yeah, thankfully they have like just a forms you fill out and you have to prove who you are and that, you know, you had this. So it's really easy on Etsy because Etsy can see all my listings and how long the listing has been in my shop. So they compare that versus what I'm trying to say, like, hey, someone stole my design. That's great. And Etsy's always worked with me and I've always, you know, I never really had issues with everything once they were taken down. Mm -hmm. But it does happen. It gets, you know, it's a scary thought. You're like, oh no. Now, do you have a traditional business plan where you know what you're, you know, where you're planning the next phase of your business? Do you have that? You know, By the way, any answer is okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious how you move forward. I think I, as I move into bigger products, you know, for a while I was only stickers. I was only stickers and buttons. And then I was only I don't know, stickers, buttons, and prints. And then I started networking with one of my favorite artists and I've known her since she's, you know, started doing her stuff back in the Tumblr days. <laughs> she was able to provide me with a manufacturer to get pins done. And I was like, oh my gosh, like here's an opportunity I have and I just need to go for it, you know? And so I started expanding my products of what I'm offering. And that's how I got into you know, the rolling trays that was research that took me like three months to find a really good manufacturer who will print, you know, what I want for the right price and stuff like that. And, you know, again, nothing happens overnight. It's not easy to always find, you know, someone to make your art. <laughs> Do you have you made any products that just didn't sell? Um, I've had products that have sit like they've sat for a while, but I generally see things disappear out of my inventory within a couple months and I have to restock them. That's great. Um, but it is really fun when, um, like I had my previous rolling tray and when it sold out, I was like, oh my gosh, how exciting. Like <laughs> all of them are gone. Now I can start on the next version. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, it's always fun to, you know, when something works, mm -hmm. like when we with our bun pipes and they sold out within like a day or two. I was like, Oh my gosh, I was not expecting that at all. Right. Um, no, cause I, you never know how something's going to do. You honestly never know. I mean, sure. People can do pre-orders and stuff like that. Right. I think it takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing too, because it's, it's, you know, now you've established a market, the market's there and you've established following, but boy, doing that before you had the audience must've been the scariest thing in the world. I just really applaud you for taking the chance and going for it. I really do. Obviously you put, you did your homework, like you said, but you still had to, to roll the dice and hope that, you know, you, you know, that the dice landed where you wanted them to. So good for you. That's awesome. It was scary when I had a low amount of followers and a low following, but I just kept pushing, kept networking, kept, you know, putting myself out there. I'm like, okay, where can I show my stuff? You know, don't stick to one social media platform. There's Twitter, there's Facebook, there's TikTok, you know, everything. I was searching every avenue I could to get my stuff out there and to keep pushing because if I don't keep pushing it's not going to get out there you know not everyone just you know will show up on your Instagram one day so are there are there crossover opportunities of products in other words will little bun some of your little bun clients or customers will they buy uh, COVID face masks with little bun on it will they buy you know dog collars with 
Little bun on it. Will they buy the things, the crossover non, non weed related products because they're they're now followers of Little Bun? Yeah, I have um, it's I have a Patreon, um, and the Patreon has access to a quote unquote secret shop, um, where I sell all my older designs that I don't produce anymore because I have probably like 50, 60 designs, and I don't right. keep all you know, in my shop at all times. So I gave my patrons access to those um, to be printed, you know, outside of my shop. And I had an opportunity to put some of my designs on, uh, you know, like <laughs> face masks, like the cotton ones. Right. And so I did. <laughs> they do well? Yeah, they're doing pretty good. And it's funny just to see like my designs on other stuff, you right. know, like I brought out keychains in my shop. I have, you know, you know, buttons and, it's just, it's fun to see your products come to life. First of all, would you explain to everybody what Patreon is, please? Patreon is a website where someone can subscribe monthly. Usually there is a tier kind of setup, so you can subscribe $3 and get these rewards, or you can subscribe $10 and get these rewards. Um, for example, my Patreon just has a $2 tier mm -hmm. and they get early access, you know, a discount code. They get to see things before the public sees things. Um, and just another way to general support for me. And, right. you know, that's, I really love that small community. It's so much fun. They always seem to really enjoy when I put out, you know, sneak peeks and stuff like that. Like they got to see the rolling trays coming in today and they watched me unbox some keychains. <laughs> and so they got to see that before anybody else. No right. one else knows that except them. Right. So that's a really fun small community to have as well. That's awesome. That's great. And then um, how did you come up with the little bun design? Um, it was really funny because we were sitting in a little Korean restaurant and with two of my friends and we were eating these, I don't know what they're called, but they were like these little, they were little bun, um, they're like little bun tacos, but they weren't taco shells. They were like kind of more of a fluffy cloud. I'm sure there's a correct word for it. Um, one of my friends said, oh, it's a little bun for the little bun. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, huh. I was like, that's uh, not a bad idea. Cause I think we were discussing, you know, my shop and stuff at the time. And I just stuck on that. And that's how it kind of became to be. And I contacted an artist friend of mine and said, hey, I needed a, you know, a good vectorized logo. So she drew me up a bunny. And for the longest time I had just a bunny. And I decided one day, I was like, man, they need little weed leaves in the eyes. <laughs> and so I added that to really make my mark <laughs> and show everyone like, hey, it's not just a bunny. Oh, it's a stoner bunny. <laughs> right. And so anytime you see it, you know, it's not only a cute bunny, but it represents the stoner community as well. What do you want people to take away from knowing you today? Tell me who you are. You know, I think it's just all being determined. And when I first started, I just really, I was really determined to make a difference and work with others. And it's all about just being a good person, even in the business world, everyone's going through something and it's important to shed light to that. And I think a lot about in the cannabis community, it's really important to show that as well. I just want to continue doing what I'm doing in the cannabis community. I just want to keep bringing 
the cuteness. I just want to keep bringing smiles to all those girls' faces when they are like, oh my gosh, something pink and cute came out, <laughs> you know? I want to work with other companies and so just to keep bringing that and it's cool to see it develop in the community more and more. There are others out there and it's, it's, it's really fun for me to see because it's like, wow, we're really making a difference. And it's cool to, not only do I have a small business, but I feel like I have a small business that's making a difference in the, in a community and bringing smiles to everyone. <laughs> it's just, it's just really fun. It's really fun. And I just, I just love working with everyone and building and growing together and making friends. So if people go to the Etsy store and they order, is there anything that we can do to help promote you? Can we do a, you know, a discount for the small bizcast community? Can we do that? Oh, totally. I'll definitely have a discount code. If you go to checkout, just type in biz10. Is that B-I-Z-10? Yes. And they'll be able to get 10% off in my shop. Well, thank you for doing that. I'd be very curious to see how many of my business audience buys your products. They like to they like to support other small business people, and I want to encourage my audience to do that. Please support Kaylee Gall. They can, if they want to do it through Etsy, you know, my shop is, they could just type in the little bun and my my shop should pop up. I also just have a flat domain too. That's just thelittlebun.com. Um, for a quicker access to oh, that's better the- that's better than the little bun.com and then when you go to check out do biz 10 you'll get a 10 percent discount that's correct, correct. That's correct. yeah we can, can we see all your products and we can start following you on instagram and other places on on the website yeah of course that's awesome well thank you for being on small Bizcast. you're charming and uh, exciting and i'm gonna i'm gonna follow your career as you know i'm very interested to see how well you do i know you're gonna do fantastic Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. (laughs) Great seeing you. Small BizCast drops every other Monday. Follow us on our socials for business tidbits and special offers. Thank you again to our sponsor, Mercury Document Imaging. We couldn't do this without you. And of course, thanks to my producer and my son, Charlie Volk of Mr. Thrive Media. Couldn't do without him either. Thank you very much for listening. Hot dog. It's a wonderful life.